0: Uh, As I said, the title is Plummeting Sperm Counts and Shrinking Penises. And gentlemen, I think we can both agree, and the ladies as well, that this is all bad. I've never met a man who says, I could use a few inches less. You know, chicks might get a breast reduction, but nobody gets a penis reduction, right? The more the merrier. The issue is this. Hormone-disrupting chemicals are decimating fertility at an alarming rate, not only here in the States, but around the world. There's a book called Countdown by a scholar named Shanna Swan. And what this woman, an environmental and reproductive epidemiologist, that is she studies disease, she finds that sperm counts have dropped almost 60% since 1973. That's a tremendous drop. 60% in any category, in any vertical, in any industry is a huge number. If I took 60% of your bank account, you'd be mad, right? Now, you have to ask yourself, whoa, why is that? And what does that say about me as a man today? Definitely less of a man than men of the past. And it's ironic that we're in an era with 60% less sperm in men, And masculinity is still under attack, even though it's an actual decline on a biological level. The chemicals to blame for this crisis are found in everything from plastic containers to food wrapping to waterproof clothes, fragrances, and cleaning products, soaps and shampoos, perfumes, electronics, and carpeting. These chemicals have been called PFAS, Uh, P-F-A-S, and this is an acronym for a more complex scientific term and unlike your favorite YouTuber who does this just for the money, they just show up and babble. I actually do research. So PFAS or PFAS, as you might hear it, this, the scientific term is per and polyfluorical substances. Per and polyfluorical substances. So yeah, let's just call it PFAS. And The thing about these substances, they're known as forever chemicals, meaning they never break down, meaning they persist eternally. You might say, gee, Mark, what that sounds strange. It's not biodegradable. You know, why doesn't it go away? Why doesn't it? Well, funny thing, it was created by scientists. This damaging chemical was created by scientists, American scientists, in fact. And after I tell you about this, you'll probably say, we ought not call them scientists, but we ought to call them devils. Now, the American scientists who created PFAS, they created this, or rather I should say, engineered this chemical in 1938. And PFAS refers to all kinds of chemicals, which are forever chemicals that don't break down. And the question is, why did they engineer these chemicals? They engineered these chemicals actually for military purposes so that they could use it to coat tanks and coat military weaponry so that it would be protected from the elements and you know things like that over time now this should really get you thinking not on a conspiracy level, but understanding that as you often hear me speak against warfare, against those who are against peace, against the nature of the American government being vicious and violent. Now, remember this, when you have a warring government like the United States and the West and Europe has been historically, these governments run by devils, they actually force the other governments just to protect themselves to become more warlike. And in building up a war economy, you create the weapons of war. And in this case, chemical weapons. PFAS were not meant to be chemical weapons, but merely the coding and protection of tanks and military weaponry. But now it has become a weapon against us, against you and I, against every human being on the planet Earth, in fact, because all of you have PFAS in your blood, in your body and it's not going anywhere, and it's continuing to accumulate. Why? Because these chemicals are in almost everything. And you might be familiar with um, Teflon pots and pans, you know, the non-stick surfaces, you know, primarily propagated by DuPont. Yes, when you cook with those substances or surfaces, you put those chemicals onto the foods and then you ingest the food and here we are. Now you might say, Marquette, what's wrong with these chemicals? Well, they cause cancers and many other life-threatening issues. And one of the worst kind of cancers, they cause testicular cancer. It's a real shame. A real shame. And me, I kind of went over the deep edge researching this because I really want you to understand. And a lot of this stuff is fairly complex. But I want you to think of the origin of these chemicals which are dropping our sperm count, shrinking our penises and reducing our lifespan and degrading our health engineered in 38 by scientists, military scientists of the wicked American government. And what's curious about it is years after these chemicals, forever chemicals were created. And mind you, that's a really euphemistic term, forever chemicals. Almost sounds nice, you know, like forever. You think of in a positive light, like diamonds all forever. Not the Kanye West song, but the original. Years after this chemical was engineered in 1938. It was used in the Manhattan Project. Well, what is the Manhattan Project? If memory serves me correctly, this is where the atomic bomb was created, a weapon of mass devastation or mass destruction. Curious that something that's created to kill, kills. Uh, Shocking, right? Now here's a few more sources that you find these chemicals being used in. You find them being used to uh, treat carpets because here's the thing about this particular type of chemical. The reason that it was pro- like used by DuPont to make their company very wealthy is because the forever chemical is able to resist water, heat, oil, grease, food, and staining. So this is a protectant that has been used on carpets fabrics to protect your clothes from stains. It is obviously used on the surfaces of cookware. It is also very common in packaging for food like carry out containers for food or pizza boxes, things like that. So it's quite disturbing because it's hard to avoid. In fact, it is impossible to avoid as this very moment my feet are on top of a carpet. Yeah, really hurts. Now, remember, saints, what I tell you within the context of Sassan culture following Marquetism, we are nourished by the truth. We don't hate the truth. We don't get angry at it. We surely don't get scared of it. We just accept the truth and ask ourselves, what can we do? What are our next steps? So surely eating out is a bad thing. In fact, not only eating out because of the way they prepare the foods and also the containers they put the food in, But even when you go to the grocery store, those pre-made chocolate cakes that you may see, turns out high levels of PFAS were found in that as well. And ironically, this is not new knowledge, though it may be new to you and new to myself. DuPont actually has denied for decades that the chemicals that they use to enrich their corporation cause any damage to humankind. It's funny, but they actually did end up paying out a very large settlement while admitting no fault. Why? Because they put these chemicals into local rivers and poison the water. supply. oh, that's the big one I forgot about. By the way, if you use water, yeah, if you turn water on from your tap, whether it's the sink, the kitchen, the bathroom, or the shower, you got forever chemicals in there. And these are those chemicals that cause cancer, uh, cause liver damage. Uh, These are essentially toxic chemicals. Yeah. So pretty much it's unavoidable. And you might wonder, well, gee, Marquette, um, why are you often speaking the way you do about the government? Well, it turns out the water that comes through your sink and your faucets, this water, the cleanliness and quality of it is regulated by none other than the American government. And what you should know is that in Flint, Michigan, when they had that dirty water, well, the government was supposed to make sure that didn't happen. And it seem to go on for a long time. But here's the funny thing. Flint knew they had dirty water. Do you know that you have dirty water? Bet you didn't. Not until I just mentioned it. And these chemicals are going into your body, never breaking down, remaining within the body. Quite curious now, isn't it? I just want to make sure I don't skip any of my notes that I have for you. Um, yeah. And the true comedy is that DuPont is still a strong company as far as I understand it. They've even noted that these chemicals are, quote, completely safe. Can you believe that? Just for the the dishonesty alone, you would think we'd shut them down. They put forward an Indian woman as their chief scientist and researcher who basically forwarded their lies to the public. Uh, Anyways, now, here's the funny thing. As I said, uh, these chemicals are everywhere in the environment as well as the human body. 99% of Americans have them, including the babies, even the babies, And these chemicals accumulate in the body and cause damage more and more minute by minute. In fact, in some parts of the world, the average woman who's in her twenties is less fertile than her grandmother was at age 35. And as you've probably heard in my previous videos, women in age 35 are way outside of peak birthing age. In fact, when women creep up on age 30, the instances of Down syndrome increase dramatically which is to say that you don't really want to impregnate a woman in that late age of her late twenties and certainly not in her thirties. So it's really disturbing to know that women who are age 35, your grandmother, when your grandmother was 35, was more fertile than a woman in her twenties today, which is funny because women today are getting married later and having children later, which means they're having children who are less healthy. And ironically, when you look at the, the uh, presence of these forever chemicals in the mother and father, you'll find that in the child, these children are actually born with smaller testes, uh, smaller penises, which obviously these are things that make clear indications of um, the biology being disturbed of the male, uh, which is in something that should clue you in as to why so many people have gender dysphoria or identity issues is not only a mental ailment, it's also of the physical. So these things are not accidental and I can't help but, you know, get on here and share this truth with you in this scientific research, not opinion. Swan's research finds that these chemicals are dramatically reducing semen quality, shrinking penis size and volume of testes. Yikes. The PFAs harm sperm production, and check this out, disrupts the male hormone and is correlated to a reduction of semen quality. Te- okay, I already got that. Oh, and penile length, so it's reducing length. That's rough. We so as as the author of this article writes, these chemicals are quote, literally confusing our bodies, making them send mixed messages. you You see that term confusing? Now, here's an interesting thing. If these chemicals are confusing our bodies, and as the scientist has noted, meaning they're affecting male hormones, the hormones responsible for your masculine characteristics, even so specific as to uh, adversely affect the phallus and the testes, the real core of manliness. Are you surprised that people have been eating fruity pebbles and are not clear on which way is the straight path? Well, biological disruptors. And here's the really curious thing. At the rate that semen quality and production is declining, we're finding that if this continues on by approximately 2045, there will be pretty much infertility around the world on average. Isn't that mind blowing? That blows my mind. You would think the UN would be hosting a conference on this right now, trying to address this real pestilence. This is worse than COVID, right? Because COVID is killing a small percentage, less than 1%. This has the possibility of human extinction itself. Very curious. Carrying on. Let's see. So one of the issues is the, now I'm a real capitalist, as you know, and you know I'm a capitalist because half the time I'm talking about business, I take a lot of folks, give them a consultation, and within the space of that consultation, they're able to uh, identify a product, get all the steps needed to put it on the market, and then after we have a couple consultations, people have businesses that are cash flowing. You've seen a lot of these businesses that cash flow and you've seen their products, right? You've seen James's uh, CMOS meal replacement. We got another guy who's coming out with another type of hat, completely different from this super player. Lots of products and services. So you know I'm a real capitalist, but what we have in the United States is a problem wherein the lobbying of big business such as DuPont is so powerful that the American government fails to properly regulate these chemicals that are so damaging to the human being causing cancers, shrinking penises, reducing sperm production and quality to volume of testes and confusing the hormones, not only in the male, but also the female and reducing the level of female fertility as well. So there should be no shock to you that people are not healthy mentally or physically. I think back, now that I read this article, it says this chemical is in Teflon cookware, right? So if your mother was using the Teflon cookware, you know, so the eggs don't get stuck to the pan, you were exposed to these chemicals throughout the duration of your life growing up, if your mother cooked for you with this kind of cookware. In my case, I'm blessed that my mother used to use that old school cast iron, you dig? My mom used an old school cast iron and I used to tell her, mom, why are you using this? It's so hard and it's so heavy. And my mom was like, boy, this saved the flavor. You heard me? She was like, when I cook one thing and I cook something else, the flavor saves on this thing. We got to keep it old school. And thank God she did. Because I could look at some men and just see that they have low levels of testosterone. Me as a male animal, when I'm in an environment, I can perceive threats and I size up everything. And it's like I can inhale the testosterone in a room. And sometimes I see guys and they don't even register on my radar because they're so feminine. You dig? It's like looking at a woman. You look at their body and their, their chest is drooped down and nearly into a breast. And it's not coincidental. So when you find the androgyny occurring in the society, androgyny meaning the male and female starting to reflect one another in appearance, starting to look like one another where you can't tell them apart, it's because of the foods, the plastics, and these chemicals. And I don't say this as an environmental an environmentalist. I don't say this as a conspiracy theorist. I say this as one who is familiar with science and who respects the fact that I want to maintain my penis length. I want to maintain my testosterone. I'm trying to hit the back wall, you dig? I'm trying to hit it to the go all the way to the end. Make her say, ow. Ah, yeah." So it's a shame uh, what they have happening, and it's primarily due to a lack of proper regulation in the United States, which is because in the U.S. we don't have a democracy. We have a plutocracy, which is a government run by the wealthy in which certain lobbies are able to put these chemicals out into the world without any repercussions. They might have to spend a couple million repaying people, which is just a small percentage of the billions that they're making killing us. Very tragic. And there was this term toxic, right? That I used earlier to describe these chemicals, which is in fact true. And now they're starting to call these chemicals reprotoxic because it destroys the reproductive systems in the human being. So I think this is very meaningful. So very slowly, um, we're seeing that the United States will start to pick up some of this regulation. The European Union is often ahead of the United States in terms of consumer protections. In fact, Canada is ahead of the U.S. in terms of consumer protections. One example, and I know this because, as you know, I've been the CEO of many technology companies, primarily dealing with mobile technologies and sophisticated data. You know, One thing you might not know in America, if you purchase a, a cellular phone uh, from a carrier like AT&T, Sprint, etc., you actually don't own the phone in as much as if you want to get your phone transferred to a new carrier, you're required to keep the phone on the carrier that you bought it with for one year. You can't unlock the phone. Isn't that criminal? You paid for it. You should be able to unlock it. It's your property. Conversely, in Canada, if I buy this phone from T-Mobile and start service and two months later, I decide to use a different phone service, I can do that because I paid cash. So they have that consumer protection in, uh, in Canada. Certainly there are some protections that the citizen and the consumer deserves. And I say this as a businessman, as a real capitalist. Now, the reason that PFAs uh, are important and should be coming to the light is because the United States government has been making more regulations around water purity and water protections and cleanliness around the public water systems. So this is why PFAS will keep coming up. But what won't happen is that we won't be able to remove them from the environment because, as I stated, these are forever chemicals and they were designed by military scientists, engineered not to break down. And so that's the true problem. Now, when I often talk to you guys about when you're supporting the government with your vote, with your tax dollar, with cooperation of existing systems, whatever the case is. And they're funding these scientists to create these weapons, whether they're chemical weapons or traditional weapons of war. And they take these technologies like forever chemicals and take them out of the military context and apply them to consumer products like Teflon coating on pans and, you know, fabric protection for stains. And now these things are causing us cancer Where was the origin of it? The origin was from a warfare-oriented government, which you guys fund through your tax dollar. Um, And that's called the military-industrial complex, which is the idea that war must continue because some of the biggest, wealthiest companies, including Boeing, Boeing, that makes the jets and the airplanes not only for civilian usage, but also for military, they have to keep the weapons, the, the wars going, or else they can't make weapons and they can't make money. And you think it's as simple as the weapons makers. It also includes the people who build infrastructure, right? So consider this. When you destroy Iraq, you bomb their schools, you bomb their sewer systems. You have American companies go in there and rebuild the schools and the sewer systems. So there's just so much profiteering going on. And I tell you this as a spiritually oriented man, you will rarely find anyone who can truly speak to you truth without being susceptible to influence until they either have become wealthy independently or they don't care anything about wealth. It's a Jesus type of figure. When Jesus said, leave everything you have and come with me, follow me, I who have nothing. He said, even a fox has a hole, even a bird has a nest, but me, the son of God, I have nothing. I ask you to leave all you have and follow me. You can follow a guy like that. He's hard to influence. He's hard to destroy because he doesn't need money. He's not attached to it. He's driven by spiritual matters or oppositely someone who is wealthy independently and their money sources can't be tampered with or taken away or seized, which is often what the government does. Those are the only people that you can really follow very few people are spiritually driven. Not to say money is the root of all evil. It's not. Well, I would never say money's the root of all evil because in poverty, in a ghetto, I promise you people are for sure committing a lot more evil than they are in Beverly Hills, right? Let's be real about that.